good afternoon. This is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse, episode 10. We're actually into double digits, Kareem. Huzzah! And we've been going, I think, since middle of February. 18th of Feb seems to ring a bell. Well, from when the first one was published, anyway. Grueling anyway, schedule, folks, as we've had. Yeah, it's been <laughs> hectic, isn't it? So this afternoon, or today, or whenever... Where it is in your time zone dominion in the planiverse, we have a slew of planner hacks. Get your planners at the ready. You're going to need a fully inked pen, you're going to need some paper, and you're going to have to listen to this podcast over and over to get the juicy details. We Ooh. have got some serious planner hacks lined up for you people. <laughs> I don't know where to start. There are we were sort of just before we went on there when we started recording, we were just running through all of our different little tips that we've thought up this week because we all do these. We both do these things separately. I mean, it's not until we sort of sit down in front of the screen we sort of say, right, what are we going to talk about? Oh, I found out this. So, where to start? I'm going to start with this one, Corrine. Go on then. Um, and that is. Using your Today marker, you know, the little plastic thing that you clip onto the rings and you move from one week to the next, whether you use it sort of for daily purposes or weekly purposes, use the Today marker with some labels or something on it which indicate your um, daily or weekly tasks, the ones that happen every day or every week. That you, instead of having to write them all out, they're always on that today marker. And all you need to do on the paper is just little put a little tick box. And then you just move the thing to the next day or the next week. You don't have to keep rewriting them out all the time. They're always on the today marker. Oh, that's lovely. And I remember Franklin Covey used to have, or they still do, I think, the Daily Compass, which was a today marker that had a plastic insert sleeve cut out into it where you could put in a little tabbed section that they had where it was outlined of what your daily tasks and goals were. I loved that thing. I wish someone else would come up with that idea and allow us to keep our daily tasks and goals on the today marker. I mean, mm. what more more used item I think is there on, on in a planner than the pen and the today marker, right? It's mm. probably one of the most referenced bit of planner. You might be able to use one. You know, these sort of document holders that we all, you know, th that are used for sort of A4 sheets or letter in your case. Yeah. Where it's sort of pl clear plastic sheet. Yeah. You could trim one of those down, um, keeping the sort of welded seam sort of sides to it. Right, then just punch holes and in it. And just punch holes in it and, and clip that in it fairly easily, I would think. I love that. I think along with that is understanding how to use... Um, the planner in and of itself, right? I mean, I don't know what everybody keeps in their planners, but my God, people, birthdays and anniversaries keep all of this information. I keep it all in the month on two pages, and that's all I keep on month on two pages. I don't do any planning there, but I put little birthday um, gift stickers or birthday cake stickers to represent someone's birthday or anniversary. And this way I can set up my letter writing schedule because I know all of us in the analog world that like to use planners also like to write letters. And so if you've got letters to write, why not make sure that you've got your setup for the week? You know exactly how many birthdays and anniversaries are coming up. 
And on that note, you can also, Steve, I think you had mentioned, keep together a package of uh, postage stamps, right? Mm -hmm. A couple of envelopes, a couple of sheets of writing paper. You've got yourself an emergency letter writer thing. If you're out and about, you go to someone's house and they're right. not in, you can quickly write them a note and stick it through the letterbox and and uh, do it all send it in the post if need be you know what i used to do i used to keep postcards that were already stamped uh, Mm. in my planner and that way if i if i found myself in a location where there was a drop box i can just throw one in there and not have to worry about having to find a stamp that's Mm. also another thing if you're an avid writer or you want to bring up the concept of letter writing back into your lifestyle which i highly recommend then go ahead and keep some pre-stamped envelopes and postcards in there that's another hack when I actually dug out my Winchester after it had been sat in the drawer for about 10 years or something, there was a couple of sheets of headed notepaper in there. Yeah. It was, they'd been in there so long, they had the old style phone number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing. That reminds me of phone numbers. How many of us actually keep an entire address book in there? I would like to. I keep mm. postponing this, but it's so important to keep your address book active and current so Mm. that in case of emergency if your phone gets stolen what are you going to do people you're going to go to your planner aren't you so if you have your phone numbers and your addresses in there you don't have to worry about how to scroll through umpteen number of names and phone numbers to have to get to someone's address one good good idea there is to look at your phone and look at or on most phones, there's a recently called um, list, isn't there? Right. Of either incoming calls or outgoing calls or both. And make a note, Make use that as your source for your list for your most recent or your most mostly used numbers. And you know, and have I know, that in your planner. Yeah, that's a very good way. So that that way, you know, which numbers you've been calling most recently. Mm. Uh, but I know through I, I address or what do you call that i mail i contact i don't know what it is it's Con- the, just contacts the contacts yeah. right that's it yeah. um you can print out your phone list mm. and and then have it printed out on i think a5 paper i don't remember if i was able to do that or not or just print it out on us letter but at least you'll have a current list of who's in your phone book and you can separate your people by groups so that you don't get this weird printout of 500 people I can go all tech on you. You go can on, actually ex- export it using a, another third-party application in comma-separated values, CSV format, yeah. and then read it into anything. Oh. So you can do mail merge and all this sort of I, clever I, stuff. You've got to send me that. I want to know how to do that. Ooh. That's exciting. <laughs> well, along with the dresses, I think you should have your clothing sizes as well in case you're the person that buys clothing for your family. And alongside that, I highly recommend the silicone-made... Uh, plastic inserts that day runner is it day runner or day timer i'll have to look that up i'll give you the link at the end yeah. it's a uh, day runner i believe makes and i keep those in a slim line with all the loyalty cards ready to go mm-hmm. so that if i'm ever away and i'm at the market i don't have to think about if i've brought a loyalty card or a gift card or anything like that they're always with me one thing that a lot of people don't like using cleaning products on the leather planners and what have you but sometimes it's inevitable that you have to um what i always suggest to people is don't actually test some a new leather cleaning product of any type until you've tried it on a leather sample now if you, uh, julio and van der speck 
both have samples, small samples of the leathers. And you can use those to test anything really on right. without ruining your actual planner. So test it to death on the leather sample first. Right. Or don't Bef recommend to your good friend Rebecca to try out a pen cleaner so that she ruins her Gilio, right, Rebecca? <laughs> I am so sorry about that. <laughs> or if you don't have a leather sample, test whatever it is in a sort of almost hidden part of the planner, like the inside of the clasp or the inside of a pocket where the leather just goes underneath the sort of the, the sort of join or some something that's not going to be seen that that much and obviously do it spurringly with a q-tip you know cotton bud type thing to start with right. and then work upwards from there um another little thing that i thought of for useful leather samples is before you actually buy um, an expensive planner mm. if you are concerned about how um, damaged your leather the actual outside of leather is going to get through just going in and out of your bag a lot put the actual leather sample in your bag for a week and see how it furs right you know with you throwing keys and all sorts of the usual sort of cluttering. We know you're out there, the people that throw the keys on the planners. We know yes, you. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're marked. <laughs> well, I, I remember uh, I had put in, I know Filofax used to come with these registration codes that you could register your planner uh, if lost. And so perhaps Filofax would be able, the, the finder would be able to call Filofax and mm. they would then return your planner to you. I, I did a version of that myself and I highly recommend people do something similar where you have, um, in case of, in case you found this or in case the planner got lost note, that's right at the top of your planner. And I had done one where the little envelope that had been stuck together with washi tape and inside the envelope was half of a $50 bill. I had torn it apart and the other, it literally said, if this planner is found, please return to my name and night, my phone number. And I said, I will give you the other half and any bank in the U.S. will accept a torn bill. If you tape it up together and say that you want a new one, they will take that and replace it with a brand new one. So that might be a good incentive on how to get your planner back in case it ever wanders off. I think in the case of the Filofax one, the, the um, person who returned it was sent a voucher, but I never did find out how much the voucher was worth. Um, Are they still honouring that? I'm not sure. There's, certainly the registration thing is still there, as far as I know, and I can link put a link into that. But um, whether it works or not, I don't know. I've never... I know um, of people, I've seen people on Twitter saying they've had the... Um, file effects returned but it's invariably been from the taxi driver that they left it in the taxi and things like that do we actually have a story of anyone having gotten their planner returned by file effects let us know if you if it, it, <laughs> out there that you know of this sort of thing happening but uh, it's news to me if do you it think has. they would return to Gilio if we had file effects inserts inside of Gilio <laughs> it's possible I suppose <laughs> or or a misdelivered Gilio. I yeah. think there's at least we know of at least one of those that ended up in Bracknell of all places instead of. Uh, Hull. I would love it if Gilio had a registration process like that. That would be lovely. <laughs> they, they, they send a man to deliver it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, your Gilio has arrived again. <laughs> well, another. Uh, I know. Let's talk about paper for a second because we have some great paper hacks. 
one of the ones that have worked for me for everybody inside the United States that struggles with US letter size if you fold a US letter size in half and hole punch it it will sort of fit into an A5 not exactly but sort of and sort of. what I've done is I don't fold it all the way so that the corners are even I leave a little bit of space so that I can hole punch only one side of it and that way it becomes uh -huh. a fold out but it's really not that off. It's off only by a little bit. It's not enough to, if you have something that you need to hole punch, you can. Just makes it slightly, it's going to be slightly too tall, isn't it? But Just yeah, a little I, bit. I've got them here in my planner and you can see. If they don't you stick did a Z fold on it, it would most probably work. That's where you sort of fold it in half and then you fold it back on itself. So it's ready to sort of fold out. Correct. That's how I did fold it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that 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 might work in in a lot of cases, I would think. I call that a Z fold. I don't think that's an official term for it, but I well, just because it looks it like the letter Z. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. letter Z, if you wish. Um, <laughs> one I have is we're all Karine's just mentioned using a, a punch. Well, quite often with the amount of stuff that we all end up um, punching and fitting into our organisers in a, in a typical year. And your paper punch, be it a single hole punch or a six hole punch, might become slightly blunt. Now, I, a tip that I've not actually ever tried this myself, but I'm told it works, is to put uh, fold a sheet of aluminium foil or aluminium foil in half and put that into the punch and punch that a few times, moving it around each punch. And that apparently sharpens up the um, the, the punch blocks. Well, that's helpful. And going along with the punch line, you get it? The punch line. Punch line. Um, Very good. <laughs> we can also use a plastic uh, day, today marker or plastic page turner to use as a spacer if you're doing individual hole punches. Because if you use a paper, then the hole punch will punch through both papers as a, as a sample. Mm. Um, but if you use the plastic day page turner or the today marker, you will the pun, the punch obviously won't punch through unless you're being very aggressive. <laughs> it will gently guide you through your whole punching process. So consider that as or another you, hack. Or you can use the actual today marker just as a right sort of a guide for using sort of putting um, crosshairs with a pencil or something maybe. Um, one other one that I thought of we, we invariably if you buy a lot of uh, organizers in a year mentioning no names um you, you may end up with more than one or you may may end up with you know several spur um diary inserts of one description or another and you think well mm -hmm. i might use that or i might sell it or whatever or invariably you they end up sort of just you know gathering dust in the corner sort of thing or in the cupboard um consider using your old diary inserts for undated to-do lists by just either just putting a line through the dates or whatever or um, or a thin piece of washi tape you can cover up washi tape masking tape yeah. um, um, masking stickers or whatever and um, you know you just sort of obliterate the date and then you've still got Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and you can put in your to-dos for your things for those weeks and then you just slip them in as you need them sort of thing they don't you can even move them from one week to the next even if, if you want to if and and the various sheets interact with the other planners don't they steve yeah. as we found for example the personal size sheets fit wonderfully 
in the lower set of rings on a desk fax. Just the mm -hmm. top corner needs to be folded down a bit. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> top left corner needs to be folded in. Yeah. Or you can fit um, pocket, Filofax pocket fits into A6. And one really strange one, yeah. although I've never actually seen this done or not, but um, someone asked me about uh, storing uh, Filofax mini pages, you know, the five whole little things. Well, two of those pages will actually fit without overlapping in an A5 organizer. I love it. It looks, it looks ridiculous, I'll give you that, but you can actually put, using the sort of three rings in the middle three holes of each page, they fit top and bottom without actually overlapping. And I'm told by a reliable source that that was one of the decisions in making the A5 spacing, ring spacing what it was, but believe that if you want. But you could actually use that in an organizer per se if you wanted sort of having two t different types of diary insert running concurrently. Well, yeah, be because it would, it would make sense if someone wants to take a pocket with them. Obviously, they don't want to carry an A5 with them. So if you're actively taking notes in your pocket size and then you want to transfer them to your A5, you don't even need to retype them or anything, rewrite mm. them. You just take out the inserts and pop them into your mm. A5. Boom, you're done. There's lots of little things like that where you can try um, things in different things and just think, oh, I didn't realize that fits in there, but it does. Um, older um, four-ring Filofax pockets, which have been phased out now for, oh, must be more than 15 years or more. Their actual ring spacing is the middle four holes of Filofax Personal. So if you do have an old four-ring organizer, and you can't buy the slotted ringed inserts anymore, you can re-punch anything um, with a normal um, personal punch to fit your four-ring um, pocket organizer. I, I love that. I know, And we can also you punch post-its. Have you seen people pun punching post-its? Mm. I love using post-its for the recurring events that I have so that I don't have so, to rewrite things. Sort of creating your own sort of jot pad, as it were, I suppose. Correct. Yeah. And so I've actually seen one entire page covered in post-it notes and then they just get slotted around throughout the week. Does that make Ray, sense? I think Ray, Blake or Kent, can't remember, or both of them even, came up with a wizard idea of being able to print onto post-it notes wow. by getting an A4 sheet and placing them in precise places on the sheet and then mimicking the same layout on a document and then they just type into the, the boxes on the document yeah. what they want on the post-its, send it through the printer in the right direction, of course, and you end up with printed uh, post-it notes. Outstanding. I love that. So you can have to-do lists and stuff like that. On a well, post -it note. One of the most important hacks that I have that works for me is being able to have an index or a table of contents for my planner. I often find myself writing notes and in awkward places. Sometimes they don't belong where they belong, but I can move them eventually, hence the ringed planner. The whole point of a ringed planner is to move things about. But I like to have an index of the subject matters I'm speaking of and writing of, and I also like to have a table of contents so that when I open my planner, I know where to go to flip for what information. After all, what good is information if you can't access it? Mm. One one thing that um, often reoccurs to me is we quite a lot of us, we swap from one organizer to another 
you know part way through the year from sort of spring into summer and you know we do it as the seasons change maybe rather than just taking all of the pages out and moving them straight across into another organizer it might be worthwhile spending you know 10 or 15 minutes of going through what what's in those pages is there a stuff that needs updating is right. there stuff that can be archived uh, or discarded even and what do you need to put any fresh sort of inserts in to sort of you know see you've got some blank sheets or whatever like that how do you store your archive sheets steve since we're talking about that archiving i tend to put my old um planner inserts i've got um the a5 ones go into an old a5 finsbury okay and you can get sort of three or four years worth in one Right, because you're because not keeping everything. They don't take right? it, yeah. not keeping everything, or you're only changing out the actual the diary insert part. The rest of it's staying in the one that you're currently right. using. Right. So that they're, they're not they don't take up that much space. And the beauty is you you've got them, you can file them, and you can put like a post-it or something like that with what year it is as a little tab, and you can quickly flick through them if need be. And you, I don't need to go through them that often, but when I have needed to, it's been, you know, really valuable being able to find a particular week in a particular year or sure. something like that. Well, I like to color code my my planner. I use uh, different markers for different things, and I like to also have a color coding key. I don't know if anybody uses that or not, but I have printed it out on uh, some semi-transparent paper, and this allows me the mental capacity to not have to think about which color goes with what. Yeah, or sure. something like that. Well, I like to color code my my planner. I use uh, different markers for different things, and I like to also have a color coding key. I don't know if anybody uses that or not, but I have printed it out on uh, some semi-transparent paper, and this allows me the mental capacity to not have to think about which color goes with what category and I think that's another good hack that people may want to use is having the color code key ready to go mm. when you are taking apart your planner and you're deconstructing your week to see what goes where that way you don't have to think about which color what, what was that was that red was that pink it's right there in front of you you could even put your um, color coding key on your today mark as well yes that would be a good way another good way of remembering it yes but, yes on the reverse side even of the today marker so you've got your tasks on one side and the color code on the other uh, you'll just be flipping like a maniac if someone at the coffee <laughs> shop will see you constantly <laughs> flipping <laughs> uh, another hack that i have and i know this is something that most people are scared of i wish they would watch steve's video on this to not be so scared of but if the rings on your planner are not working out for you, change them. Don't be afraid. I think this is one of the most important things that has happened to me in the last year and a half is the fact that I've become comfortable with changing my rings and as a result I've become comfortable with the planners I own and I don't I don't move out of them as quickly as I used to. I tend to stay in them. I don't I, I'm very happy with my rings now. <laughs> So changing rings, I think, is, is a place where some people may want to consider going as far as hacking your planner. And I don't mean it hacking it to death, yeah? We're talking about no. planner hacks. I improving it. <laughs> improving it, yes, yes. Um, so, mm -hmm. As of a couple of years back now, um, Filofax stopped supplying their organizers in 
nice uh, sturdy boxes or cardboard sleeves. Yes. And everybody's going, oh, no, I don't like this plastic thing they come in. Well, you can buy, if you just put a search in for gift box into Amazon or your local stationery supplier, you will find plain boxes um, from Amazon. I've done this myself. Um, for not a lot of money, you know, three or four dollars for a gift box. Right. It might not be the perfect size, but that doesn't matter. I'm sure you can use you know, the additional space in there for storing, you know, maybe some extra inserts or whatever. Now, do you store your planners upright or in boxes, Steve? In box, they're in the, the original boxes where I have them, uh, but not everything is in a box, I must admit. But it is in a cupboard, so they don't get sort of too dusty in there, really. Well, you're a better um, man than I am because I keep them out of the boxes and up, right side up and not in direct sunlight, but in indirect sunlight. And so no, they're, they're stored away. And, and similarly, um, dust bags is another um, useful thing. And you can get those on um, Amazon and places like that, primarily sort of for um, traveling with shoes and things. People yes. tend to put shoes into bags because occasionally shoes get dirty or they might right. have wax on them. You don't want that transferring to your um, your clothes or your shirts or whatever. Um, so, yeah, pop them in. A, they, and they do little cotton drawstring bags again well yeah you can expensive. use them from handbags and from wallets yeah. too you don't have to yeah. use a planner one um, or if you're if you're pretty adept with a sewing machine and i am not <laughs> you could make one <laughs> yeah we're not there yet not that sophisticated not quite the, but one of our fellow german filofaxes he came up with a design back in 2011 for a travel pack he calls it and it's a very simple uh, travel pouch for a Filofax. Very simple design. Um, you can make it out of any sort of woolen material or whatever you want, really. But I'll, I'll provide a, a link to that in the show notes. And he, he's got like a, you can download the PDF pattern for this thing. And I know several people have used it. So I don't have one myself, I must admit. But um, I'm sure that... Um, Thomas will be love all the extra traffic suddenly on his website. <laughs> well, I love being able to travel with my planner. I think one of my pet peeves is not knowing which one I can take with me because of rings and I don't want to ruin it. So another planner hack that you may want to consider while traveling is make sure that your planner is well protected. And you don't you can take the inserts out while you're in travel and then put them back in once you're back in. Uh, once you've landed or once you've out of the plane or however you want if you need your inserts right away I just I try to travel now without rings if I have to but if I do travel with rings I take my inserts out to make sure that there's no knocking about my favorite one on that sub subject is if you're posting a planner do not <laughs> post it with paper on the rings take the pages out and put them yep. wrap them stick them in an envelope that extra weight on the rings, um, as is well known, can actually, if the package is dropped, and as invariably it might be get dropped, is enough force, the extra weight on the rings, to either damage them or even to pop them off 
their lugs completely in, in a few cases. What's the old adage? You please imagine an 800-pound gorilla sitting on your planner. That's how you should yeah. pack it. If you if yeah. you ever pack a planner to send away in the post, please pack it well. Don't wrap it up in paper. Please just put it in a box, nice and safe. When it comes to um, if you've got a, a non-leather planner, if it's got some like material um, on the inside lining. That quite well. It applies to leather ones as well, I suppose, to a certain extent. They they often pick up a lot of paper dust, you know, as you're turning pages right. where you've punched the pages or whatever. What I tend to use for cleaning that is just ordinary like drafting tape. You know, the stuff that you use for um, when you're masking yeah, sort like of paintwork. Yeah. Yeah. Just literally lay the thing on the the cut off a strip. Lay it on the um, interior and then just rip it off, and rip it, it off. brings all takes all the, the dust off, leaving it nice and clean. Sort yeah. of thing. So, what would you say is your all-time favorite planner hack that you keep going to as a, as a standby measure for success? Well, maybe not success, but the one I constantly repeat <laughs> is, and everybody's going to go all oh, groan. Whenever you go to open your rings, yes. use the tabs. Oh, not the rings, Steve, right? Not no, the rings. not the rings. No, <laughs> no, please no. <laughs> well, one of my favorite planner hacks that I used, particularly when I was using desk facts, um, was to use thin strips of washi tape to cover over the hours of the day because I like to spread out my week such mm. that I wasn't, um, slotted in one hour at a time. Sometimes I like to do things in three, four hour segments and I'd like to have the rest of the week available to me still. So I would just cover up with washi tape the parts I didn't want to use on the file of fact sheets and then move on from there so that I can. And then it's a nice decoration too. Yeah, the, 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 the idea of using washi is quite attractive in some ways for sort of delineating um, days in the week and stuff like that, isn't it? Or, you know, morning, evening, uh, morning, afternoon, and evening, even. Yeah, well, isn't that the whole point, right? You can designate the planner mm. so that it becomes yours. And I think ultimately that's what all these hacks are designed to do is to allow you to customize your planner so that you're fully in, engrossed in what you're doing. And it's not just some cookie cutter thing that's been handed to you. No. And with that, where can we find you on the net? You can find me on Instagram at Karin Tovmasyan or at the streamlinedlife.blogspot.com. And you'll find me at filofaxi.com or travelersnotebooktimes.com. This has been advice no one has asked for, and you are all welcome.